Black Black Plastic is a show you're tuned into in this station that's coming to you from the Mission District in sunny San Francisco's MutinyRadio.fm. Please keep a listening.
I don't know how brave you are, but I'm afraid of waiters. Somehow, they always end up telling me what to eat. But once, at least once, was I a hero. The scene is one of those restaurants that isn't responsible for your hat or the service. The waiter is a determined, independent gent who doesn't take orders. And printed right on the menu, next to the blue plate special I'm about to order, is a gentle warning, positively no substitutions. Positively? Well, let's see. Waiter, I think I'd like to have this uh, special dinner here. Yeah, what do you like to have? Uh, let's see now. Uh, uh, it says uh, a dollar and a half uh, tomato juice, vegetable soup, roast beef. Do I have to take that tomato juice? Can I have uh, pineapple juice instead? No, we haven't got it. And that's the bill of fare. It's made up that way by the chef, and I have to I wait. Mean, but have you got some, uh, uh, let's see, any other kind of juice? No, only tomato juice. Only tomato juice. Uh, vegetable soup. You got any uh, consomme or anything like no, that? No, no. Vegetable soup, just the way it's on the pillow fair. Vegetable soup, huh? I don't like vegetable soup. Well, I can help that if you don't like vegetable soup. You eat the roast beef and pay a dollar and a half just the same. Could I have a, could I change the soup for some uh, fruit salad? Gee, I got uh, some cost in my beer. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. Just a second. All right, now the roast beef. Uh, with carrots and peas. Uh, can I change that to string beans? No, carrots and peas, that's the standard. Oh, but carrots and peas, I don't like carrots and peas. Well, then you eat it without carrots and peas. Well, what other vegetable can I have? Uh, nothing, eat the potatoes, double portion potatoes. Uh, uh, can I have any vegetable? No. Can I have a salad? No, no, no salad. Hmm. Uh, what flavor ice cream you got? Vanilla and chocolate. No strawberry? No strawberry, no. Not today. Well, what other dessert? you have That's any? all van vanilla and chocolate ice cream. Either you take vanilla or you take chocolate or two without it. No, but look, Jesus, a fella. Mister, you're taking my time away. No, 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 just a second. I, I want this dinner, but I can't find anything I like on it yet. Well, I don't like tomato juice. You don't like tomato juice. You don't like no soup, but you like the roast beef. Yeah. But you don't like no carrots and peas. Right. You want ice cream, but you don't like the vanilla ice cream. You don't like the chocolate. If I could have this dollar and a half dinner with tomato juice, I'll even take tomato juice. Yeah. Nice consomme. I got no consomme. All right, all right, all right, wait, wait. Roast beef with uh, string beans and French fried potatoes, and I'll even take the ice cream. No, 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 nothing at all. Either you take it or you... Ask the chef, maybe... No, oh, no, I don't go in the chef. The chef's gonna run with the kitchen knife after me. No, 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 no. No, sir. Can't you change it a little bit? No, no, nothing changed. According, that's the standby, and that's all that's to it. I'll work on according to schedule. The what? According to schedule. That's a schedule for me. What do you mean? It's a dinner. That's all right, but for me it's a schedule. What I've got on here, i got to sell. I can sell nothing else what I haven't got on there. Well, maybe he's got a lot of p uh, pineapple juice oh, or something Oh, i got to get rid there. of this stuff first, eh? 
Well, what, are you trying to get rid of it on me? Well, if you don't take it, somebody else will. I don't have to eat. Yeah, but... You're here to serve me. Yeah, but... I want you. this dollar and a half dinner, but I want to make a couple of little changes. Ask him about it. Uh, no. Could you take the carrots out and only peas? No, the ca carrots and the peas is together, and takes two men to pick the, pick the carrots out. Then when I bring the peas, you want the carrots in it. I don't like carrots. I can't stand them. Don't eat them. It's just pick out the peas. Take it or leave it.
Yo estaba bien por un tiempo volviendo a sonreír. Luego anoche te vi, tu mano me tocó y el saludo de
que te quiero aún más, mucho más que ayer. Dime tú qué puedo hacer. No me quieres y siempre. Flat Black Plastic is a show you're listening to on Mutiny Radio. I'd like to present the next group, beginning with the pianist, Wynton Kelly. The bassist is Paul Chambers. Drummer is Jimmy Cobb. On tenor saxophone, John Coltrane. On trumpet, Miles Davis.
The concept behind the sandworms of Dune has attracted swarms of questions and speculations. The answer is that they are the mindless monster from the depths. At the same time, they are the guardians of the priceless treasure. They are both the source of treasure and the source of infinite danger. What is that except the embodiment of all the unknowns which confront questing life, questing awareness? Here is what it says in that definitive compendium, the terminology of the Imperium. Shai Hulud, Sandworm of Arrakis, the Old Man of the Desert, Old Father Eternity, and Grandfather of the Desert. Significantly, this name, when referred to in a certain tone, or written with capital letters, designates the Earth Deity of the Fremen Hearth superstitions. Sandworms grow to enormous size. Specimens longer than 400 meters have been seen in the deep desert, and they live to great age unless slain by one of their fellows or drowned in water, which is poisonous to them. Most of the sand on Arrakis is credited to sandworm action. They are gigantic chemical engines, alive and driven by their own needs, converting the raw stuff of their planet by heat of friction and chemical conversion into the priceless spice melange and into oxygen. Yet, they derive from the little maker, the so-called sand trout, which is identified as the creature which sealed off their planet's water, making it into a desert. Here, then, is the sandworm of Dune as you first see it from a position in the ornithopter, piloted by the Duke Leto, accompanied by Gurney Halleck, the young Paul Atreides, and Liet Kynes, the imperial planetologist. Paul stretched up in the seat to peer ahead, saw a rolling yellow cloud low on the desert surface, some 30 kilometers ahead. One of your factory crawlers, Kynes said, it's on the surface. That means it's on spice. The cloud is vented sand being expelled after the spice has been centrifugally removed. There's no other cloud quite like it. Aircraft over it, the Duke said. I see two, three, four spotters, Kynes said. They are watching for worm sign. Worm sign, the Duke asked. A sand wave moving toward the crawler. They'll have seismic probes on the surface too. Worms sometimes travel too deep for the wave to show. Kynes swung his gaze around the sky. Should be a carry-all wing around, but I don't see it. The worm always comes, eh? Halleck asked. Always. Paul leaned forward, touched Kynes' shoulder. How big an area does each worm stake out? Kynes frowned. The child kept asking adult questions. That depends on the size of the worm. What's the variation, the Duke asked. Big ones may control three or four hundred square kilometers, small ones. He broke off as the Duke kicked on the jet brakes. The ship bucked as its tail pods whispered into silence. Stub wings elongated, cupped the air. The craft became a full thopter as the Duke banked it, holding the wings to a gentle beat, pointing with his left hand off to the east beyond the factory crawler. Is that worm sign? Where the Duke pointed, crescent dune tracks spread shadow ripples toward the horizon, and running through them as a level line stretching into the distance came an elongated mound in motion, a cresting of sand. It reminded Paul of the way a big fish disturbed the water when swimming just under the surface. Worm, Kynes said, big one. The spice workers, threatened by the worm, are rescued from the factory crawler, which was working on the desert surface. And as the ornithopter takes off, 
Paul, crushed into a corner beside a window, stared down at the silent machine on the sand. The worm sign had broken off about 400 meters from the crawler, and now there appeared to be turbulence in the sand around the factory. The worm is now beneath the crawler, Kynes said. You are about to witness a thing few have seen. Flecks of dust shattered the sand around the crawler now. The big machine began to tip down to the right. A gigantic sand whirlpool began forming there to the right of the crawler. It moved faster and faster. Sand and dust filled the air now for hundreds of meters around. Then they saw it. A wide hole emerged from the sand. Sunlight flashed from glistening white spokes within it. The hole's diameter was at least twice the length of the crawler, Paul estimated. He watched as the machine slid into the opening in a billow of dust and sand. The hole pulled back. Gods, what a monster, muttered a man beside Paul. Then, after treachery has marooned Paul and his mother in the moonlighted darkness of the deep desert, where the giant worms abound, a new sound began to impress itself on them. A muted whisper, a hissing, an abrasive slithering. Worm, Paul said. It grew louder. Faster, Paul gasped. The first rock shingle, like a beach slanting from the sand, lay no more than ten meters ahead of them when they heard metal crunch and shatter behind them. Their ornithopter was gone. Paul shifted his pack to his right arm, holding it by the straps. It slapped his side as he ran. He took his mother's arm with his other hand. They scrambled onto the lifting rock, up a pebble-littered surface through a twisted, wind-carved channel. Breath came dry and gasping in their throats. I can't run any farther, Jessica panted. Paul stopped, pressed her into a gut of rock, turned, and looked down onto the desert. A mound in motion ran parallel to their rock island. Moonlit ripples, sand waves, a cresting burrow, almost level with Paul's eyes, at a distance of about a kilometer. The flattened dunes of its track curved once, a short loop crossing the patch of desert where they had abandoned their wrecked ornithopter. Where the worm had been, there was no sign of the aircraft. The burrow mound moved outward into the desert, coursed back across its own path, questing. It's bigger than a guild spaceship, Paul whispered. I was told worms grew large in the deep desert, but I didn't realize how big. Nor I, Jessica breathed. Again, the thing turned out away from the rocks, sped now with a curving track toward the horizon. They listened until the sound of its passage was lost in gentle sand stirrings around them. And yet again, as the two fugitives must cross open sand in the night, you get an even closer look at the sandworm. We must walk without rhythm, Paul said, and he called up memory of men walking the sand, both prescient memory and real memory. Watch how I do it, he said. This is how Fremen walk the sand. He stepped out onto the windward face of the dune, following the curve of it, moved with a dragging pace. Jessica studied his progress for ten steps, followed, imitating him. She saw the sense of it. They must sound like the natural shifting of sand, like the wind. But muscles protested this unnatural, broken pattern. Step, drag, drag, step, step, wait, drag, step. Time stretched out around them. The rock face ahead seemed to grow no nearer. The one behind still towered high. Lump, 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 lump. It was a drumming from the cliff behind them. The thumper, Paul hissed. Its pounding continued, and they found difficulty avoiding the rhythm of it in their stride. 
Lump, 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 lump. They moved in a moonlit bowl, punctured by that hollowed thumping. Down and up through spilling dunes. Step, drag, wait, step. Across pea sand that rolled under their feet. Drag, wait, step. And all the while, their ears searched for a special hissing. The sound, when it came, started so low that their own dragging passage masked it. But it grew louder and louder out of the west. Lump, 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 drummed the thumper. The hissing approach spread across the night behind them. They turned their heads as they walked, saw the mound of the coursing worm. Keep moving, Paul whispered, don't look back. A grating sound of fury exploded from the rock shadows they had left. It was a flailing avalanche of noise. Keep moving, Paul repeated. He saw that they had reached an unmarked point where the two rock faces, the one ahead and the one behind, appeared equally remote. And still behind them, that whipping, frenzied tearing of rocks dominated the night. They moved on and on and on. Muscles reached a stage of mechanical aching that seemed to stretch out indefinitely, but Paul saw that the beckoning escarpment ahead of them had climbed higher. Jessica moved in a void of concentration, aware that the pressure of her will alone kept her walking. Dryness ached in her mouth, but the sounds behind drove away all hope of stopping for a sip from her still suit's catch pockets. Lump, lump. Renewed frenzy erupted from the distant cliff, drowning out the thumper. Silence. Faster. Flat Black Plastic is a show you listen to on MutinyRadio.fm.
We got a cheap watch, about five dollars or two dollars watch. Or two dollars, two fifty. Five dollars or two dollars? I don't know which one to show you. Two dollars. Well, what's the cheapest you got? I want cheapest. You got the money though. How much? Well, I mean, suppose we have one for five. Have you got? Well, could I put the puzzle on it? How much? About a dollar. Because every day I make three dollars, four dollars, five. You do make that much? Shining shoes? Yeah, because I go singing. Singing? What do you mean? Sing. Well, what does that do? Build up the business, pal? Yeah. Then a crowd comes. We got this one crowd. Yeah. We got two dollars in one crowd. Two bucks from one crowd. I love you, yes, I like this. Let's show for me. Special corner where you're no, Broadway, you know, 44th Street and 7th Avenue, then 45th, then 47th, you know. All around Times Square. All around. But we don't make so good on a rainy day. No good on a rainy day. Uh, we want to telephone to our fathers so we want to go to the show. You want to go to the show? Yeah, because it's raining. We can't make money on a rainy day. Uh, so we're going to come, we, we can't make no money, then we have to go to the show. You have to go to the show because you can't make money. That's logical. And then when they come out at night time, then the rain stops, and then we sing. Well, listen, but, but what do you mean you got to call your father? Do you have to let your father know when you quit? Yeah. yeah. Why? If you won't, he's going to give us a beating. No. <laughs> yeah. And I want to buy me a watch before, you know? I want to go to school, you know, wake yeah. up in the morning and tell time. So you can't tell time what time. We always be late. Sometimes I wake up late and I don't know what time. That's why my father said I want to buy a watch. Yeah, what do you mean your father said? Did your father ask My you father to... said if you if you can make money, buy yourself a watch. What'd you do with all that money? We put it in the bank. Yeah, my father's sick, you know, he's in the hospital. Oh. So, now, let me see. I got to get understand what you want. Will one watch be enough for the two of you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you do? Tell time on his watch? No. You know... I'll tell him the time. You, Joe, wait, wait, you know what he does every morning? What? He always cheat me. How? I go 8.30 in school and he go 1.30. Well, hey, what time does he go? 1 o'clock and I go uh, 8.30. And when he wakes up, he says it's 7 o'clock. You know, he lies me all the time. No. Well, every time I go to school, I always like one hour. I'm real sleepy and he says, what time, what time? And I can say anything. Oh, you say anything because you haven't got a watch. Yes. Well, listen, maybe I can fix you up with a watch. Would you like a watch? Yeah. I love it. You love it? Yeah. <laughs> How do you like this one? I wish I had that one. Is it gone? He's rolling. It's rolling? Yeah. Well, listen, kids. Have you ever been on the radio? No. You either? No. You see this thing here? You know what that is? What's that? That's a microphone, see? And we just made a record of everything that you and I said. Okay. Yeah. 
No, we made a record of it, and you two are both going to be on the radio. I'm scared. You're scared? Yeah. Well, it's all over now. You're on that record now, and you're going to be on the radio. What are you scared about? No kidding. Sure. And no kidding. Yeah. No, we made a record of it, and you two are both going to be on the radio. I'm scared. You're scared? Yeah. Well, it's all over now. You're on that record now, and you're going to be on the radio. What are you scared about? No kidding. Sure. And for being on the radio, here's your watch, free. No kidding. That's right. Oh, boy, Joey. Oh, boy. You like it? Yeah. I can go to school early now.
This land was our friend, our mother. Only a very troubled man who understood nothing of life, the circle and where he had come from would think of conquering his mother. So we, who were here before the white man, were alike in our respect for the earth. But in other things, we were as unalike as the cedars of the Tlingit land were to the mesquite of the Navajo. And it is misleading to think of us as one. One. For example, how did we say one? Wanjita, the Dakota. Kapa. The Choctaw. Azco. The Pawnee. Baji. Ojibwa. Pank. The Cree. Junkyada. The Winnebago. Sogwa. The Cherokee. Uguito. And that was my brother, the Mohegan. So you see, we did not talk with each other a great deal. But for our purposes here, we first Americans will miraculously speak in English. And what will we tell in our miraculous English? For us, inland from the sea, our lives ride on the backs of the great caribou, but even more, on the backs of our dogs.
Angelo Badalamenti. Thank you, guys. To close the night, I want to say a verse, and this verse is of unknown origin. It's a short verse, but a profound verse, and it is at once a wish and a description, a description of something that can be real. May everyone be happy. May everyone be free of disease. May auspiciousness be seen everywhere. May suffering belong to no one. Peace.
Folks, this has been the Flat Black Plastic Show, where all the sounds you hear come from plastic that's flat and black and full of grooves. You're listening now to MutinyRadio.fm. Thanks again. Keep coming back. with you uh, and we want you to watch it and listen to this podcast at the same time yeah right yeah and these are movies that I've read about or I knew about and I never had the opportunity to see them but now they're on YouTube so we can all see them we don't have to read about them I'm with the concept Carl what's the movie today this movie is so great this movie is Joysticks and it's 1980 83. Uh, it is in your search engine, you'll, in YouTube, you'll put in no space. J O Y S T I C K 1983. Do you spell joysticks with a space, Carl? Is it an open compound word for you? I would spell joystick sticks with a space, yes, but 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 this movie did not. They, they didn't have time for a space. <laughs> All right. There was a working title to this film, something really dumb. I'll find it in my notes. All right. So uh, which channel? Here it uh, is. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, please, Video please. Madness. That was the working title. When they were shooting it, they were like, we're doing Video Madness. All right, Video Madness. Come on. Video Madness, take two. <laughs> but then they sounded like some better. bad SCTV uh, sketch from like two, quarter to two in the morning, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> Well, how, how will people know this is about guys' penises? So, uh, <laughs> this movie is hosted on which channel? Okay, so there's two choices. When you search for um, Joysticks, No Space, 1983, you will come up first with um, something. It's it, The uploader is Gliss Switson, G-L-I-S-S. I can't make this up. S-W-I-T-S-O-N. Gliss Switson. Glisson and Glitson. But there's a better version, not so much better. So if you want to stick with this one, it's fine. It's it's like four or five down, and it's B H O O P U. That's the uploader. B H O O P U. Let me find that. D H. Bahupu. D H. Wait a minute. Well, it's um, uh, it's boy Haupt, octopus octopus penis umbrella. Like nobody's ever seen a penis umbrella before. Oh, I I use a penis umbrella. It's like a drink. You take a little cocktail drink umbrella and you just stick it right in your your pee pee hole. It's it's not painful at all. You know, I don't see this version. I see a version that's been viewed two million times, and it's Dono Vinci. I don't. You see see a different version. What is it called? Uh, Dono Vinci. Okay, Two million um, times? I don't have experience with that one. Okay, no, so let's let's do your version. Go ahead and spell the channel on. We're going to type it in. Okay, I think the better one is B-H-O-O-P-U. Boy, Haupt, yeah. Octopus, Octopus, Pussy, Undressing. All right, <laughs> I'm going to go search for that. Uh, B-H-O-O-P-U. All right, hang on. It's I um, it. clearly Hindu. Hindi. All right. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. 
poo poo. I see one subscriber, one video. Um, it says four thousand and one views. Correct. Well, I'm looking. <laughs> right, hang on, let me try this one. Okay. That's the welcome video. Am I close? Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, joystick. Okay. I see joystick. Joystick right. comedy joystick full movie. Joystick comedy full movie. Okay, all right. So there we go. So I, I, okay, I don't know. Okay, not plural audience. Sorry. I got gotcha. you. All plural. right. So this version we're not seeing, it's not plural. It's not the version that's been viewed two million times, but it is a version. Right. It. So go click on that and click pause right when you see the star, the, the sunny clouds. Meaning another quality movie is coming your way? Yeah. Yeah. Quality movie with clouds, blue clouds. Okay. So we got Joystick Comedy, full movie, 2017. This is courtesy of the channel Boo uh, Poo, B-H-O-O-P-U. Yeah. Wow. What boy helped octopus, octopus, pussy underground. Uh, pussy underground. Better. That's better. Pussy underwear. That's better. I'm killing it. Uh, all right, so we're going to go play. Do you, do you need to do the computer now, Paul? Tweet that out. Uh, I don't need to do it. All right, so why don't we have Paul do the countdown for us? Oh, Paul's here. Great. Hey, Paul. Carl, what's happening, buddy? <laughs> what's happening, my man? All right, here we go, folks. Get your finger a hovering and want to do a countdown. <laughs>
Yes, House of Pride Radio coming at you live from San Francisco, California. I'm your host, Tweaker Turner. It's always a pleasure to host the show, giving it out to you guys with love. And we were just listening to a new pod from DJ Freeze over in the Midwest somewhere. I can't remember what city she lives in. Somewhere cold and icy. Uh, but thank you, DJ Freeze, for that warm-up. We have a live show for you today, folks, and we're going to get right into it because we have two guests ready to go. Uh, the start gate is about to open up with uh, Elsa. Elsa Tuche. Hi. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having me, Tweeka. It's so glamorous here. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Here, let's make it more glamorous with this bling ring. Here Ooh, you go. thank you. Can I keep it? Oh, good God. Yes, you no, can. No, you already lost it. <laughs> <laughs> thank um, you. It's folks nice listening to, to us, so you have to use your imagination. But uh, It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and sitting beside you, uh, the reigning uh, Duke, uh, Grand Duke of Alameda, Contra Costa County, Incorporated, Mr. David Bracamontes. Radio listeners, you can't see me, but I'm curtsying right now. Good job. <laughs> I'm glad you remember how, now that you're over on this side of the bay. David, you're a <laughs> constellation prize for joining us today. Is either another bling ring or a drink ticket to the Wild Side West? Uh, I'll take both. Oh, that wasn't enough. Uh, oh, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here, you can have both. Royalty what? You are royalty. Welcome, folks. Welcome. You have so much. So today's show, the theme is local luminaries, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. Local luminaries. It's been oh, some time so who's coming? Since we've had <laughs> some local talent here on the air. But if anyone listening to us has questions and wants to join in on the fun, do it on Facebook in real time or call us here right here in the live studio. We are in a radio station in the Mission. The phone number is 415-550-0511. Do call and chat with us. So, Elsa, I know you are on a tight schedule so what was was the next word gonna be i didn't know (laughs) let's get into your story now you're coming fresh off of um successful i just uh, finished i just finished a show it was uh without you i'm nothing in drag which was an all drag uh parody slash tribute to um the one woman movie by sandra bernhardt of the same name it was, yes. we actually had to, to remount it because the first time we were running it, we didn't honor some tickets because of, it was when the campfires were happening. So some people couldn't make it because the air quality was so bad in the city. So we wanted to have a second run of the show to honor some of those tickets. And also a lot of people just really wanted to see it and then couldn't, couldn't see it the first time. So did David, were you one of the, did you go to the first show? Why are you calling me out like that? He did not. <laughs> David did not come to see it, but he can redeem himself by coming to see the next show I'm working on. Ooh. Yes. Is that Murder, She Wrote? It's Murder, She Wrote in drag. Oh, my gosh. Kids, you are not going to want to miss this. Where it's- is our soundboard? Wait, uh, speak that horn. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There you go. Thank you. That's the extent of our sophistication. You've (laughs) got to come see Murder, She Wrote, and Drag. I'm so excited about this. So this is something I'm working on. I'm a co-producer with um, Sugar Beaties and Intensive Claire. We basically have taken taken an episode of Murder, She Wrote and added some spice to it, but we're leaving the script very much as it is because the script is ridiculous as it is anyway. And we are adding a couple drag numbers to make it a drag show, drag numbers that kind of move the plot along because 
Murder, She Wrote only lasts like 40 minutes, the episode, so it needed some spice. It's going to be hilarious. I am laughing every time me and Sugar and Claire meet to discuss it. It's got some, got a great cast. We open April 12th, at Piano Fight, and then run uh, for four weekends. All right. Now, Piano Fight is sort of like a new like place to launch your your show it's been around for a few years but they have been and they do all sorts of theater events they have two black box theaters and they have been really welcoming to the drag performance community they have drag shows in their bar area and they've just been super excited to have a lot of the uh, drag theater stuff that we've been working on there in their black box. How like, would you uh, describe the space that if, if folks come to see? It's like, it's basically a bar and then you walk past the bar and there's a whole theater with 92 seats. That's, 92 it, seats? Yeah, it's a great little theater. It's really, really nice. Anyone, I mean, I mean the, the biggest show that we've done there and I was a performer in this was uh, the dra- the last run of drag um, Hamilton which was kind of, it's it was a, a big hit and a lot of people came to see us there. So if you went to see Drag Hamilton, you probably saw it at Piano Fight. Now that did, was with Cruz and Delu, wasn't it? Cruz and Delu and Sugar Beaties were the producers of that one. And I was I was lucky. I got to perform in that. And a couple of shows last summer while Cruz and was on vacation, I got to fill her giant shoes in her role. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to stuff the shoes? Um, yeah, I basically lived in them for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-room studio. <laughs> yeah, it is. In San Francisco, I charge 1700 bucks a month for it now. Oh, that's so funny. Um so, folks, once again, uh, so it's in production now, and right. folks can buy tickets when? Pro- folks can buy tickets now, and I recommend that they do. They're actually selling really fast. We were kind Ooh. of nervous, like, how is this going to go? Do people want to see Murder, She Wrote in drag? Honey, they do. So that's good news for us. Um, you can There's buy only tickets. 92 seats, folks. So <laughs> go, where do we go to get those tickets? Uh, you can get them at <laughs> pianofight.com and also on uh, eventbrite.com. And uh, more information also, you can find me on Facebook and at Elsa Touche and then uh, get your tickets that way. So there's lots of ways to get tickets. David Bracamontes. <laughs> I'm staring at him like, you better come see my show. Well, I mean, if you were filling in for cruising, then I was probably with her somewhere else. <laughs> I, I thought she I was with like her I husband did. in Europe, honey. Uh, you know. You know what's so strange is like when I was coming in the door here to the station, I saw her cruising drive by, I, I swear. She wasn't on her way here. <laughs> not. Where is she going? I don't know. Dick, dick. We never ask. We never ask. <laughs> She's tricking right now, but she'll be in later. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, um, Gee, I would think like the Dugo court, because Cruzan's the, the um, Dugo princess. She's, she's the, the reigning grand duchess. Ra- reigning grand duchess. Um, they get comped in, uh, Elsa, I would think. No, they charge no. us double. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, my local mm. ro- my local royalty might get some comps because I'm actually a member of the San Francisco. I used to be a member of the Alameda Contra Costa Ducal Court, and they, they will always have my heart. Yeah, we're talking were- about Alameda, the island. Al- it's Alameda County, oh, Alameda okay. and, and Contra, Contra Costa, Costa County. County. It's a huge. You guys have a huge realm. It's gi- it's land. ginormous. Yes. A ginormous realm. Yeah, yeah, it's quite um, large. It, that's what they say about David Bracamontes. We do my best. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, um, well, actually, you wanted to touch base on that's not all you're doing. Wait, folks, wait. I have an announcement to make. You are coming here uh, 
with your own crown. I am. So I recently won the uh, Miss California Gold pageant, which earns me a title in the San Francisco Ducal Court. So I'm really honored and excited to now spend a year of service uh, in the San Francisco Marin San Mateo realm. Yeah. As part of the SF Ducal Court. Yeah, it was it was a it was a, a real honor. I'm very honored to have one and have another crown to add to my collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was there one point during the competition where you you knew or you felt that you could have the crown? Uh, the competition was very fierce. I never felt secure. I was surprised. I actually cried a little bit. Um, yeah, the competition was much prettier than me, all of them. I'm going to just come out and say that. So I, I'm, I'm surprised as anybody that I won, honestly. I'm, yeah. No, thank, oh, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's not what it sounded like. It was more like, <laughs> So wasn't there a dress out of condoms? Yes, there's a creative dress portion to Miss California Gold where you have to make a dress out of unconventional materials. Oh, like duct tape, for example. I made mine out of... condoms what color uh well it depended on whether they were used or not oh most of them were not used Good most job. of them um yeah it was a be- and it actually underneath the the lights the fluorescent lights condoms are quite beautiful iridescent <laughs> yeah they're sort of iridescent and very pretty you use the like the um natural like skin tone ones? No, no, no. I had to use, I used, uh, I used latex ones, unlubricated obviously, because yeah. that dress was made of latex condoms and glue. Did you yeah. like split them open or were they just hanging? Just, I, I, some of them were rolled up and oh. so that made like a nice little decoration Circle. area. Yeah. yeah. And then others were unrolled and it made this sort of like very shimmery, pretty fabric almost. It was pretty. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're saying that when you walked out in that dress, you didn't know at that moment like the crown was yours no i I I saw those photos and i was like it's yours i was really nervous because as i was walking (laughs) i could hear the condoms like falling off the dress and hitting them like oh some of them i was like oh shit i'm losing condoms as i go and then i'm like i'm just gonna pretend this was intentional this is what i meant to do at least thank god you didn't slip on one in your stilettos yeah well there are platforms but (laughs) yes like a lot yeah so much of my drag is pretending that something that was a terrible accident was what i meant to do again you were smart enough to not lose use the lubricated condoms (laughs) and so you didn't slip on anything (laughs) oh yes that dress well you'll see that dress hopefully i'll be well, hopefully i'll you, have a chance to wear that dress again one can't say you weren't well protected after the show if you got lucky after you won absolutely oh please <laughs> i never get lucky <laughs> well i don't know <laughs> there she is miss california gold oh, thank 2019. you thank you yes i'm so I, i'm just really i'm just really honored and touched and tickled and i'm really looking forward to my year of of uh, service with the sf ducals yeah, yeah. Well, so does that pageant marriage some of the things that the Dougal Court's doing? Uh, the, the So winning the pageant earns you a place within the Ducal Court, and uh-huh. part of that, and that comes with responsibilities such as organizing and hosting a fundraiser during during your 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 year reign, and you know, of course, attending other fundraisers and performing. And so, basically, it's a it's a fundraising and philanthropic role. So, you what what you win is the honor and also the opportunity to do a lot of work for your community. Isn't that nice? That's not so nice. That's, <laughs> that's very nice. And you know, um, folks, listen, because most of us know the the um, what the Dougal Court System is about and the um, Imperial Court System uh, at the core the foundation you guys are a fundraising organization and they folks they 
raise a lot of money for some really incredible causes. Uh, David, maybe you can expand on that a bit. Yeah, definitely. So I do want to say that we are very fortunate here in the Bay Area to have four organizations representing the international court system. So San Francisco has an imperial court and a ducal court, and then Alameda Contra Costa County has also an imperial and ducal court as well. And so the the idea of it's not just uh, Elsa swimming across the bay back and forth with her crown on. We actually do have four different 501c3s in the Bay Area choosing to raise money for the charities of their choice. And we use it in that camp way, exactly like Elsa said. We come up with these titles. And we either have really serious, hardcore, hard-hitting pageants where the contestants wear condom dresses, and <laughs> or we have really fun uh, camp titles like Grand Duke and Grand Duchess. Uh, so, and the heads of state, the emperor and empress, the duke and duchess, select the charities of choice in the focus for the year. And so we get to dictate uh, what charities we're looking to raise money for in our counties and how we're going to go about doing that. That could be with a fundraising title. That could be with the monthly event. That could be selling cruising on the corner. We just like to do that. It's fun. <laughs> um, so any of those things are options for us as, as a fundraising entity. And we have amazing years of service with that. For us in Alameda, we've been around uh, over 30 years now. This is the 27th reign, and uh, San Francisco just celebrated its 54th coronation for the Imperial Council, which is the mother court, the founding organization of the Imperial Council. Yes, sir. And so here you are um, halfway through your reign of of your your, uh, um, crown. Yeah. um, What... um, uh, what or um, not organizations, but what causes have you uh, chosen this year? Yeah, definitely. So it's been amazing to reign, first of all, with Cruz and Delu. Uh, yes, let's hear it for Cruz and Delu. Yeah, right. She brought all the comedy. Slow class. No, I love Cruz and Cruz. You watch. You'd be nice to Cruz, and she may come in here and. Oh you gosh! Silly. Oh, I know. Yeah. She's gonna, you we have see what she has in her purse. Coming. There's, there's a bathroom right there, so she might be close by. Oh, yes, we, <laughs> that is true. I think true. her name's on there. Right, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, so beyond the amazing energy and personality that Cruzen brings to the Cruzen. stage and does and everything else, we had near and dear to our hearts the very similar uh, focus of the year. And really focusing on mental health, uh, something that our community really struggles with, is something that we wanted to focus on. And we have two amazing pride centers in the East Bay. Uh, Contra Costa County has the Rainbow Community Center, and Oakland has opened its first LGBTQ center um, last year. And we are donating our funds towards both those organizations who do amazing work with youth, uh, the mental health services in the area, and then also just outstanding outreach to the community in terms of uh, food, providing food to the community, um, and other resources as such. So that's what we're really focusing on. And then our biggest thing, too, beyond the fundraising charity aspect of it, is really growing the court in the East Bay, really making helping everyone realize that we are here, um, not just in the Bay East, uh, the this side of the Bay, um, over in San Francisco, and people like Elsa and uh, Royal Grand Duchess Sister Annie helped us do that. And we're just kind of keeping that tradition going yes <laughs> uh so here we are um what is the next fundraiser the next fundraiser is actually this saturday yeah it is a combined event with the alameda imperials and the ducals um so we have Cruz and Delu, and they have lady carla lady carla is a, a empress of theirs and they're 
president of their board currently, and they are doing Battle of the Seas. Oh, that sounds fun. I Battle of the Seas. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what C really stands for. Yes, why not? Uh, do you, oh, I think they mean Carla and Cruz.